and we back, 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 and we back. <laughs> yes. It is the most beautiful of beautiful times, folks. Yes. And that means that the UEFA Champions League is back. Yes. Yes. At last. At long last. You already know. Let's hope I don't get sued for that. But nevertheless, I am on literally no sleep. So, what perfect way to come back with the UEFA Champions League already going to be starting in just a couple of hours, at least where I'm at here in the beautiful states of United. Um, yes, it is your boy Will coming to you live from the studio here in Tampa, home of the Super Bowl champs. The Buccaneers, shout out to the Buccaneers first and foremost, man. The only team to have won the Super Bowl in their home. You already know, man. The South Side Brady Bunch doing what they do best, and that is taking names and just basically making statements all over the place, man. The GOAT once again proving why he's the GOAT, and no one can take that away from him. Loving every single minute. Um, but yeah, let's get down to business, shall we? Let's get down to football. Uh, first and foremost, actually, before we do that, I do have some explaining to do. <laughs> uh, yes, episode three, Twist and Shouts. Uh, we will be uh, releasing the episode um, Twist and Shouts very soon. It, it will be reformulated to Twist and Shout the Redo. It, we will, I will be covering... Um, Comfortable. I will be covering the the aftermath of the Lionel Messi contract situation, uh, the Copa Libertadores before the new competition sets out, as well as some MLS and uh, all around the world. So be on the lookout for that. What we're doing, well, what I'm doing, I should say here, is a special one of three series of the UEFA Champions League. No doubt I'll be doing the same thing for the UEFA Europa League, so keep this on lock. You already know. But without further ado, let's get down to the business on the round of 16. Barcelona, they are set to take on Paris Saint-Germain. And, <laughs> you know, I'm excited for this one. It's, it, it, you know, it's intriguing to me. Because normally Barcelona, when they take on PSG, you kind of you, you kind of know what you're gonna get. But with this storyline surrounding the controversy behind Barcelona with with Messi, with the financial issue, whether they might go belly up, and PSG sacking uh, Thomas Tuchel and bringing in Mauricio Pochettino, it's you know both teams they have their own storyline behind them so it's it's a juicier story juicier game you know but under under the floodlights of the camp now we will definitely see which team uh will no doubt be uh i guess for all intents and purposes going to be more concentrated i guess that's what everyone wants to find out in my opinion going into this game and seeing from the last bits and pieces of results in, in both teams' respective leagues, Barcelona, they have been looking pretty good. PSG, 
Um, they've had they've had some pretty decent results themselves, especially without Neymar due to a quote unquote leg injury. Though there's this there's this conspiracy that he faked the injury so he can go and attend his sister's birthday. That's a whole different issue. And also there's this other conspiracy that he has a secret underground nightclub that goes on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why haven't I got my invitation yet is is quite a conspiracy in its own right. But we'll get to that at a later later topic <laughs> um but down to the game itself so both these two managers ronald kuman mario pochettino who would i give the advantage to i'll give the P- i'll give this advantage over to mario pochettino's psg the reason being is because from last season we saw that psg and and the players well, obviously psg the, the reason being is because psg last season they had a taste of what it would be like to be in a final, but they didn't get the coup de gras on the Thomas Tuchel. Now, obviously, it was shocking. At least to me, it was that Thomas Tuchel he got the sack, and it was even more shocking that PSG they got Mauricio Pochettino. But you can kind of see why now PSG brought in Mauricio Pochettino. Poch brought in you know, Tottenham Hotspur to the dance a couple of years ago against Liverpool. And lost in 30 seconds. <laughs> but you can see that Poch wanted more. Like he wanted to be in that space. Same thing with PSG. Same with Neymar. Same with Mbappe. Same with all these guys who want to lift the trophy. So I feel that on a, on a morale level, you can tell that these guys want to do more for both. You know what I mean? So I can see where that chemistry can can link up and can work well for each other. And with that being said, well, you know, it was a, it was an odd start, of course, because she's in a new team. You know, people were thinking that oh, things are not going to go well after the match against uh, what was it against uh, Saint Etienne, but things started to roll out. Poch needed to need to uh, implement his style of play you already know and it's gonna take time it's not like fans already want Poch to win the UEFA Champions League already right now I mean it's gonna take time for me at least it's gonna take time for some fans but I feel like Poch will do it I feel like Poch can get PSG to the dance and possibly lift the trophy but I don't think it's gonna happen this season it might happen maybe next season because as i said before it's going to take some time for this team to get used to the potch style but that doesn't mean that they will that that they will that what that they can't beat barcelona today I've, i'm fairly confident that they might get one over on barca today because the huge problem that barcelona have the biggest disadvantage i should say um, that Barcelona do face is their defense, and if I look at Barcelona's defense right now, it is is comprised of youngsters, and you know, yes, they do have some young uh, young upstarts like um, like uh, Arrojo and as well as Mingueza, but uh, but uh, Mingueza he's not going to be featured in this match unfortunately. So it is probable that we will see 
um, Samuel Omtiti come into the fold, and he'll be paired up with um, Ling uh, Lingle. So it, it is that much clearer that we'll probably see those two paired up with Jordi Alba, the fullback, and as well as Dets at right back. And knowing how Barcelona, knowing how you know this season Barcelona have been rough defensively, and they can and how the heavy hitters of, of PSG can be. My God, I I don't know how they that they can they can shape up honestly, but I suppose that will be um, interesting to see later on today. Um, I'm definitely interested to see uh, this lineup if it does happen. And here is uh, my my predictions: PSG taking on with Kaylor Navas, Cayer, Marquinhos, Kempempe, Kurzawa, Perraya, Gay, Moise Keane, Julian Draxler, Marro Icardi, and Kylian Mbappe. I saw over the weekend that Moise Keane and Marro Icardi are linking up quite well together, especially Icardi delivering a great um, over um, over leg assist in the air. I thought, you know, him showing again how he is lethal in the air is crazy. Kylian Mbappe again will be very will be again showing his his class. Um, I think more so in, in in the Champions League. And Julian Draxler will be that will be that that uh, that number ten quote unquote. In this matchup, um, it, for Barcelona, it was it was a tough one. Aside from Mark Andre Testergin, who will be starting in between the posts, I do see Sergio Busquets starting in, in a defensive midfielder. I do not see Frank de Jong uh, starting this one. I do see Miriam Pjanic, and um, it was tough for me to go for that that route because I would you, you I would you see. You know, there are times where you do see Frankie de Jong playing alongside Sergio Busquets, but or you have the pairing of Milan Pjanic and Frankie de Jong. But you know, I think if if you were gonna have you know a team a player that can shift the ball around and play like a box to box role, you know, I think Milan Pjanic can 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 kind of get them the most here. I'm not saying Frankie de Jong wouldn't. I mean, he's a he's a class talent. But I think it's it's pro- it's probably more than likely that Ronald Koeman will go after um, uh, Frankie De Jong in the starting lineup. And but at least for me, I'll go with Miriam Pjanic only because I think that he's a, that he's a, that he's he's a he can probably get most out of the ninety minutes. I think he can shift once. Sergio Busquets is done for at least 60 minutes. He can easily be shifting into the defensive midfielder role, and then you can put in Frankie De Jong. Um, it's an easier it's an easier shift to put in, um, and then and then you have Puig who can play in that um, attacking midfielder role, and then you have Lionel Messi playing as a false nine, dropping deep midfield, and then Antoine Griezmann and Usman Dembele playing as a duo. Honestly, this game is going to be down to whoever can penetrate the most. Honestly, this whole thing will go down to whether or not Barcelona will be up for it here. Um, I I feel like Barcelona defensively won't be up for it. 
because because for me PSG have too much heavy hitters on their on, on their plate and for that reason alone I do give them the advantage however PSG they do they do mess up sometimes they do kind of let they do give too much of, of, of the possession away to the opposition which in two um you know i i guess you can say i guess it's sort of like an issue where they do not find a way to kind of bring the game home and that is their biggest problem and so for barcelona they can take that in, in into into the advantage on their end so with me I think it'll be. I think it's going to be down to that. I'm gonna give it to two-two Barcelona PSG, and we'll quickly shift over to another hot matchup here today. Honestly, this is a tough one for me. This one, Liverpool versus Red Bull Leipzig. You know, Liverpool, Liverpool. <laughs> oh God, I need sleep. <laughs> Liverpool's firepower up front and their balanced midfield. Still kind of make up for their defensive woes. And I mean woes. Because right now, Jurgen Klopp is, is basically holding on to the thinnest of straws at this point. Shifting Jordan Henderson even to, to the center back. But at this point, he has to do what he has to do. Um, the injury list for for Liverpool goes as follows. And I am not exaggerating. it. Besides Virgil, Virgil van Dijk. Um, there is still Joe Gomez, Joel Matip, uh, Diego Iota, Nabi Keita, Fabinho, and it has just been reported that James Milner is is uh, off the books as well. So that's a major blow, in my opinion, for Liverpool. So taking that all into, into perspective, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of Liverpool's key players out and are on the injury list. That is insane, in my opinion. Uh, how did, how can Liverpool really be in, in this mix in, in the Champions League? Can they go far in the Champions League? I suppose it really, they can. Um, yes, listen, the Premier League was out, and they were not going to win the Premier League. I can tell you that because they didn't really couldn't they didn't have the with too many injuries they weren't able to do that so that was off the books they're not going to win the Champions League either but I think the furthest they can go is possibly quarterfinals so I feel like they can get past Red Bull Leipzig but very narrowly um, this could go either way too. Um, Red Bull Leipzig can maybe upset Liverpool as well. They do have the firepower, and they're I mean, defensively they're at the moment they're better than than, than Liverpool, um, at least at, at the moment. I'm not saying I'm not saying on paper, but I'm saying like at the moment, um, Red Bull Leipzig they do have the upper hand in terms of defense. Uh, 
when it comes to Red Bull Leipzig, they don't really rely on just one sole person to go ahead and do the scoring like other teams do, like say Atletico Madrid with, with Luis Suarez or Barcelona with Lionel Messi or Antoine Griezmann. When it comes to Red Bull Leipzig, they rely on, on a collaborative effort. So you can see with um, whether they have, you know, uh, Marcel, Marcel uh, I'm sorry, can't pronounce words today. Um, Marcel Sabitzer, you know, he'll come in and he'll score a couple. Um, he'll jot in ASS to uh, Christopher Onkunku, or you will have, um, or you have Poulsen who'll be sort of like a Lukaku playing as a, as, as a, as a target man, or then, or you'll have uh, um, Emil Forsberg um, coming in on either, preferably on the, on the left-hand side. And basically a, a it's basically a balance um, between the midfield and the connection toward toward the forwards and that link up play trying to create space around the opposition and then you will have like a little bit of piece of of that tight space within the through balls and then they will they rebel Leipzig will penetrate um, the opposition dead on and and it is just interesting on 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 how on how they do that just so just so swiftly um and it really it's, it's gonna be a fascinating matchup really this one and how liverpool's defense can cope with it and with that being said i will go ahead and predict a a one nil uh, win over Liverpool by Red Bull Leipzig. This match, like I said, it will be going over by a one-nil margin. It's just gonna be just be decided on which defense can will go belly up quickly. Um, and I just got a feeling that, that 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 defense will be Liverpool's, unfortunately. And but things things will go things will get better for, for for Liverpool down like down the season when when some players do eventually make their return um well with that being said i do want to go ahead and put in my predictions for the starting 11 on this match i will put in Alisson uh Trent Alexander-Arnold um will will come back in uh, Henderson matched up with him, and Andy Robertson will be playing at left back. Uh, I want to look at Curtis Jones starting alongside um, Thiago Alcantara, and then we will have Giorgio Wijnaldum at a defensive midfield position. And then looking at the three musketeers up front with Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, and Mohamed Salah will be at right wing tasty 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 but we shall see how things go later today i'm definitely excited it is champions league season to grace us with its presence in 2021 let's make it a great season folks you already know it is your boy will thank you so much for joining me on this special special edition of the your majesty podcast is part one of the Champions League special. Join me again tomorrow for part two as we will cover tomorrow's fixtures of the UEFA Champions League. And until then, yo, enjoy today's games. And as always, stay blessed. <laughs>